Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The issue of wildfires. And over the last days particularly, in various centers across North America, we've seen the the smoke and the haze over cities, um, in many areas of the United States, and in many areas of Canada, it was uh, it was a real challenge, health challenge, to be outside because of the content of the wildfire smoke. Some people took it seriously; other people just shrugged. Professor Michael Maida joins us, geography and environmental studies professor at Thompson Rivers University in Kamloops, British Columbia, on wildfires in this country. Public perception of risk, air quality and health, disaster preparedness, and lessons learned from previous wildfires. Professor Mehta, thank you very much for the time. Do we even know what the lesson is we should be learning? Well, I think we do, Roy. You know, Western Canada and the Western United States has been going through a lot of these things for uh, almost 10 years now. And it's just cascading uh, to other parts of the, uh, the continent and, of course, around the world. And I think one of the main lessons that we're going to learn, and we can unpack this if you like, is that uh, in the past, uh, disasters, natural hazards were very localized. Now they're on a much larger scale, and that has some significant implications. So that's the first lesson. So, so talk to us, please, about what the, the dangers, the really clear and evident dangers are of the smoke from wildfires that people need to be aware of and need to prepare for. Well, wildfire smoke is very similar to the kind of smoke that you get if you sit around a smoky campfire. You might have heard that analogy before. It's very cigarette, similar to the composition of cigarettes. And, of course, it's very similar to diesel emissions. And the well-known toxicological characteristics with that smoke, cancer, lung disease, heart disease, strokes, reproductive impacts on um, developing fetuses. I mean, the list is, is extensive. It's the number one environmental health hazard on the planet. Uh, world Health Organization estimates that about 7 million people around the world died every year. In the past, a lot of those people were in the developing world. Uh, that is shifting to the developed world as we uh, have seen uh, mortality rates and cancer rates increase from these kinds of things in countries like Canada. So we, we might have adopted a, an out-of-sight, out-of-mind attitude, but it's, it was difficult, impossible really, to uh, have it out-of-sight. I mean, we may not have seen it in front of our own eyes, but we saw it on our screens, whether it be television or whether it be our our tech screens. Um, so it really it's a it's a it's a real deal. How does this year compare to previous years? Well, if you look at it on a North American wide level, it, it, it's considerably uh, more extensive. Uh, there's a lot of pollution, obviously, uh, across much of the continent at this point. Uh, if you zoom into particular regions, if you look at Alberta, northern Alberta, northern British Columbia, the levels have been very high, uh, probably two to three times we could see on a so-called red alert day in Beijing, and that's been the case for many weeks in a row. And if all trends uh, are, are indicative of what's going to happen, I think we're going to have um, this kind of pattern throughout the summer. It's going to ebb and flow in many different parts. So we, we, we're in a new territory here in many respects, North America. So there are people in this country, across this country, who uh, ignored the warnings or weren't able to heed the warnings because of what they have to do for a living, perhaps. We're going to be sick, maybe sick now because of what they, well, what they breathed in. Yeah, a lot of them are going to have short-term um, sort of acute uh, effects. Uh, some of those effects will be temporary. Some of them won't. The, uh, the sad thing about these exposures that is that they're lifetime cumulative. The body is unable to eliminate completely a lot of the very small particles, uh, the so-called P 
PM 2.5 size particles that are in these you know, wood smoke uh, products. And as a result, they, they build up in organ systems, they build up in the brain, and they do a lot of damage. They create some genetic damage as well. So it uh, it may not be obvious to you, you know, today that you know you, this is something that will affect you. But the more it happens, the more likely you are to develop things like COPD and heart disease going forward. It can lead to hardening of the art- arteries, for instance, mm. uh, kidney disease. Uh, lots of research done on type two diabetes and air pollution all around the world. So yes. Uh, final thing then, we have a lot of people listening to us across this country. What's What do they need to keep in mind? So this happens again, or, or the current wildfires create another, you know, major smoke issue that hasn't gone away completely. Uh, what, what, what do people need to keep in mind, most fundamentally? They can't trust their senses necessarily. Uh, it may smell clean and it may look clear, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's the case. You have to rely upon sensor networks. They're the only true valid way to detect these sorts of things. One of the sensor networks that I uh, have set up in BC, but it's also global, is one called Purple Air. And you'll find Purple Air has uh, a lot of very sort of high-resolution local sensors around the country. Uh, So you'll be able to zoom in on specifically what's happening in your area. It'll give you a color code of the risk. And, you know, you need to stay indoors, unfortunately, or you have to wear one of these N95 masks. And I know a lot of people don't like that idea, but it is the front line of defense. And, of course, for your indoor air quality, because a lot of that pollution will come inside anyway, HEPA filtration is your first line of defense. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.